How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Hello sports fans, racing fans right around the country. Great to have your company here on the odds couple this morning. Of uh, course, we're heading to Sydney on a heavy 10. Why wouldn't be on a heavy 10 in Sydney? It's just what you get every week when there's Group 1 racing during the Autumn Carnival. We'll be uh, talking extensively about the two big Group 1s up there today, the Vinery, the Tank Grid, the old BMW. Wait for age over 2,400 metres. Half those horses, I could beat them over the 2,400 metres. It's as bad a race as I've ever seen the Tank Grid be. I'll tell you who isn't bad, and I'll tell you they're full of talent, the two former jockeys that joined me here this morning. Simon Marshall, David Taggart, good morning to you both. Good morning. Uh, full of talent. Oh, that's a bit of a change from during the week, but I'll take that. Uh, no, yeah. It's not a change from during the week at all. Uh, just, I'm just, you know, you've got talent as a, a broadcaster sitting here. As a quaddy tipster, you're woeful. It's a, if you take a one today, I'll knock you off your I chair. Ta- I tell you what, it is, it's going to be nice working with you. Oh, you take a one today, I'll take I'll take you straight off your chair. I'll go straight into management. Hutchie's office just up the road here. Well, You'll be out, mate. Well, You'll my, be gone well, on your ear. Well, my best of the day is in the leg of the quaddy, so it has to be the one out. Well, I tell you, it better not be the vinery because the vinery is probably the best three-year-old fillies race <laughs> I've seen for a long time. I think it's got some wonderful depth in it. I think the fillies are better than the Colts this year. And uh, that that wouldn't be a race you'd take a one in, would it, Simon Marshall? It's amazing. Good morning, one and all. Hope you're canoodling under the doona this morning because, good lordy me, it's a bit chilly, isn't it? Hey, Van Dowd, that's where I'd be right now if I could. Listening to the award-winning show right here, right now, between eight and nine, the odds couple, it's a heavy 10 and it's still raining at Rose Hill for the third week in a row on Rose Hill. It's a plough paddock. <laughs> Survival of the fittest up at Rose Hill today. And Bendigo, I don't know about you, but I live out on the peninsula, the beautiful Frank Ganistan, uh, down the bottom of <laughs> Oliver's Hill. And uh, we have had nothing but inundation of water, rain. Big Sim, you're on the other well, side. We've done anything. Kilmore, have you had anything? No, nothing. Bendigo. I've had nothing either. Oh, no, Central Victoria, mate. We've had nothing. It's a good four. Eight mils yesterday, mm. track manager had to put on Bendigo. And it is a tough day, golden mile day up there. Uh, outstanding racing. Now, you did mention the Vinery Stakes and yeah, the town. A couple of great guests talking about Sydney. Um, James Cummings joining us a little later on. And also for all our South Australian listeners, Richard Jolly joining us uh, on the show. So um, it would be good to talk to James Cummings. What a, what a year he's had. And... Uh, um, he's looking forward to getting to the track, I'm sure, for those two big group ones. So sorry to cut you off. I'm thinking, that's okay. I'm thinking, and they're great guests. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that James Cummings at the moment, the way things are going, Cornellering a golden slipper and so forth, the way his horses are running around. And uh, Liar ran third, Anthony Friedman, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Yeah, Godolphin had the three. Thanks, David. You can put your fingers down. It's a difficult day at uh, Bendigo today, but we're going to concentrate mostly on Rose Hill on the heavy 10, and it, it's continuing to rain up there from what we hear. Yeah, do you enjoy, because I do, I'll put my, my, my cards on the table, do you enjoy the Saturday meetings going to the country? Because, you know, we have Ballarat do a couple a year, then Bendigo. I, I think it's fantastic. 
Absolutely fantastic. They're quality tracks. Well, if as a measure, um, Benny goes to the nursery of champions. We've seen a lot of young horses go there, learn their trade and go on to become champion racehorses. Hence the fact. Um, you were talking not long ago about depth of fields mm. and you're worried about the numbers. You go and have a look at Bendigo today yeah. and doing the form, mate, it was sponsored by Nurofen. I was getting a headache just trying to get through the uh, nine races today. So the depth is there, 16 runners in races. It's just fantastic race day for the club. So we wish everybody all the best there. So I, I, I'm agreeing, agreeing to it. Um, Mornington have a standalone meeting as well. Uh, I reckon... Um, it should be in that. What's for the Caulfield Cup in in the spring? The oh, yeah. morning. Yeah. I, re- I know what you're saying. Mornington yeah. race course with a, you know, and I know the MRC own it, and you know, that, but you they, know, the track's not standard. They could have that on a Wednesday, couldn't oh, they? Yeah, yeah. A midweek, their Mornington Cup on a I Wednesday. Could, I, I don't like s- seeing City racing at Mornington. What about Packenham? The way it's been racing. Uh, Packenham become a metropolitan track once yeah. Sandown's gone. If Sandown goes, a lot I reckon su- Packenham will be the the next metro. A lot of suggesting it's the best track. Yeah, here well, in Victoria, let alone Australia. What's the modern track? It's yeah. So the, the, the jockeys' room, as we touched on earlier in odds couples episodes, are better than some of them. The city tracks. And apart from that, another thing that I learned during this week, the week. Did you? Yes. Okay. What a week it's been for you. Yeah. Well, you never stop learning, do you? And um, and you never stop dreaming. So just keep sleeping, <laughs> big fella. Um. I learnt that Avilius... This better be good. This better be good. The build-up's been massive. You've got to forgive a star horse one bad run, Avilius. Took him on, took a set against him after he raced with an ulcer at Flemington and he might have got away on his trainer, James Cummings, a little bit and he got beat in the Australian Cup at Wafer Rage. And then we saw him in the Ranvet come out and go whack. Um, Outstanding win. Always forgive a star horse... One bad run in a prep. That's what I learnt last week. You're nodding your head, D. Taggart. Do you agree? You've seen it many. You've seen it many times. It's it, it's amazing how many people put a line through a horse in its next mm. start after it's it's gone ordinary. Uh, <laughs> um, as I said, I still don't know what to make with Avilius on that Australian Cup run. He he just loomed up to win and then just punched the last mm. last two hundred metres. But uh, as Simon said, always forgive us. Well, not necessarily be a champion. It horses are just racing up the bush that have consistent form. Then they put one bad run in, then they come out and uh, yeah, they can they can win. But it's it's it is amazing how how you have to be very forgiving about this industry. Did you learn anything from last week from Winks, the Autumn Sun, Kamichi, Golden Slipper? What a race day it was! Oh, how good was Winks again? I know that. Um, and you know, I've just got to say one thing to uh, Hugh Bowman and Chrissy Waller and all the gang there. They they. They prepare her outstandingly well, obviously, to turn up. I know she didn't beat much again, folks, back there uh, uh, thinking, uh, what did she beat again? But it's the way she did it and the way Mm. Hugh Bowman rides her is what I want to talk about. He was four and five deep on her, keeping her out of trouble from the 800-metre mark, which you don't normally do in thoroughbred races at Group 1 level. But she's so good. The number one instruction for Hugh Bowman as a jockey is ride her bad to win. And that's exactly what he did from the 800. Four, five deep, <laughs> down, sailed down the middle of the track, give her a click up at the furlong pole, boom. Well, he's got 10 lengths. He's got 10 lengths up his sleeve, hasn't he, every time he rides. A, but uh, I like a, the little bit of banter that goes on on the race course with Huey. When he when he pushes the button, he, he looms up to whether it's Blake Shin on Happy Clapper, and he goes, cheerio, son, and just <laughs> just gives the boys a little wave and off, off they go. I thought it was brilliant the way he got her closer you know, on a heavy, you know, that heavy track last week, 
and, and he made sure that it wasn't going to be a gut buster for those last three furlongs. You know, he, he cruised up there before the turn, and yes, he had she was four and five deep, you know, out of trouble, but she was within a length and a half at two lengths striking distance, not six, and really having to you know, dig deep over the last furlong and a half to win the race. He already had the race won by the corner. I Correct. could watch her every day, every week mm. on dry and wet tracks. Her her action does not change. She gets slower and it looks like yeah. she runs faster on a She's the best wet tracker I've ever seen. Winks. Phenomenal. You talked about Avilius there a little earlier. He's got the tanker at his mercy, hasn't he? Wait for age 2,500 metre race. One of my favourite races of the year, but fair come on. Like they don't have to give me a five-minute start, and I'd beat half of these. Does it get lost in amongst the change-up of the uh, championships? Day one, day two, Tancred sort of after Golden Slipper five Group Ones last week, and they put the Tancred the binary on today. It can get lost a little bit. I, I, I feel as though it has, um, but you can only beat what's around at the time. Red Cardinal, Patrick Aaron, Big Duke's in the market. Yogi's up there, ace high. Rhonda Nella is an interesting runner. She ran uh, very close to an outstanding star in New Zealand. That's one of the last three at Group 1 level. So Rhonda Nella, the four-year-old mare, is probably, I'm, I'm tipping as the only danger at a bit of each-way value. She's number 14, race seven in the Tancred at 15 bucks. First break uh, coming up on the odds couple this morning. Thanks to Sportsbet. Great to have them as our partners here week in. In week out. We're going to take a quick break. James Cummings coming up a little later on. Lots more to come this morning on The Odds Couple. All right. Uh, welcome back to Simon Marshall and David Taggart. Um, fellas, do you know the World Cup's on tonight? Yeah. The, World Cup of racing yeah, Dubai. Yeah, Dubai. And we got... Uh, Snuck up on us. Yeah, we got we got three uh, runners. Australia. In, in the, uh, yeah, the World Cup, the Elkhorn oh, Sprint. Sprint, yeah, yes. The, the, yeah. World Cup, Cup. the World Cup meeting, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Brave yeah. smash. Yep, yeah, brave smash. Probably the best of our sprinters, illustrious lad. Vidora's running in the race as well, but Cross Counter's probably the most interesting runner on the card over the 3,200 metres. He's back, the Melbourne Cup winner. Mm. His stable mate, um, Espelini, will be uh, tough to beat as well. But, um... He, it's great to see him back cross counter. Isn't he some sort of horse? Wasn't that something very special in the spring? We look forward to him hopefully being back here uh, during the uh, spring carnival, of course. Not sure during the spring carnival whether we're going to see David Taggart or not, uh, Jock, uh, because uh, seriously. But no, look at the SMS. Hey, back yourself, uh, well, Tags. I've got a bit of support. Yeah, I, I want to go to the SMS, 0433981116. 0433981116. A lot of wisdom out there. Uh, our, our, to our odds couple listeners, have uh, you had enough of David Taggart's oneies? You know, his nickname now is Oney. It's not Tags or, you know, DT. It's Oney. Um, have you had a gut full of it? Enough's enough. No more oneies for D Taggart. Let us know what you think, 0433981116. Every time he's had a one, it's cost us the quaddy. Looks like I've lost my gut Every now. time. I'm, I'm a bit flat after you've just thrown me under the, the bus. The odd time you've got your one up, you've, you've you know, just the odd time. spiralled out of control downwards in the next couple of legs where you've, you know, you've taken half the field and haven't been able to get that up. We it's had a production a meeting thing. about this quaddy and um, David's quaddy and uh, the one and as we walked out, Little man over here just walked out his hands in the air. He said, let's work as a team and do it my way when it comes to the quaddy. That's mm. it. Yep. Dropped the mic and walked off. Yeah. The old uh, That's all right. I'm quite, team. I want right? to take it one out. I'm taking it one I'm out. I'm quietly confident. Can all, 
Well, you're due one. That's it. You're due to get a quaddy. It's been a while. Uh, well, I mean, mate, you've been hanging on one back in January. I think I'm still in front. When was the last time we won a quaddy? I don't know. One paid fourteen hundred for for fifty dollars, so I'm still well, hanging me out on when that was one. That? It was 2017, but that's all right. I talk to the boys at Sportsbet. They laugh at me. So oh, you're taking, taking tags as quaddy again, eh? Now, Big Sam, oh, you had some mail. You, you learned something earlier in the week. You have an open day at your house there where you're um, I did. I got castigated. I got smashed at my own farm. What happened? Well, we had a few, uh, yearling parade uh, at the farm for uh, um, the Ellerton Zara camp, who we do a lot of work for, and... Um, I was the car park attendant, making sure that everyone, you know, parked in the right spot. And, How many yeah, people? 120 or 30. At your property there? Yeah. And, and no one ran you over? Parade? No, no one ran me over. Oh, I wouldn't say they didn't attempt to run, oh. run me over, but no one... So you would have been inundated knowing this is the People's Award Show? Well, well, I, not was I, I wasn't inundated, but I, I was attacked. <laughs> I was attacked because they said, we've had enough of not hearing your special every week. He said, you give those other two lowlifes time to give their special and you oh, won't give no. your own. Oh, there we go. So <laughs> we've, what we've got to do is just make a little bit of padding there at the end oh, for the big guy to put over his uh, He hangs his hat on his the selection. two winners he gave. It took him five months to tip a winner and he's got two in three People weeks. People are calling for it. Me, People me, are calling me, for me, it. Me, 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 me. I've had yeah. more quaddies than you've had at best bets. Yeah. SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Uh, Good to um, see uh, the Godolphin Blue having one outstanding season. And the man at the helm, who's done a magnificent job since, uh, since joining the international behemoth, is James Cummings. What a year he's having. Uh, the two-year-olds are on fire. His stayers are on fire. And it's a pleasure to welcome you to the Odds Couple this morning. James, welcome to you. Uh, what a season it's been so far. Well, it's been great, Simon. And thank you to both of you, Simon, for having me on this morning. It's a pleasure. Um, the Golden Slipper, just want to wind the clock back a little. What an amazing day for you. And I must say, very emotional interview with your father, Anthony. It was outstanding on the day. Just a recap for that for you, James. Well, well, it meant a lot. And it's wonderful for me that I can enjoy my successes with family and, and friends and the racing community really behind us. And there's a good feeling about our squad at the moment and it's uh, you know for me really satisfying to be a part of but but per- on a personal level to to have dinner with my my parents a few times a week and to be training alongside him um you know o- on occasion competing in the same race but often having the opportunity to mull things over together um in the same in the same racing jurisdiction it's pretty rare, I suppose, and um, and something that I don't take for granted. And uh, I and, and I I can see I can see the thrill it gives him when we have our success, and the same goes the same goes both ways. James, you've you've talked about the the squad there, the team. Your two year olds have been absolutely outstanding from the start of the season right through to now. You've taken. Um, uh, the Magic Millions, so, you, you know, your summer was spot on and, and now that's led into the autumn. Was there a change of direction? Did you did you target you know, your two-year-olds to get them up and, up and about? 
Well, from the very beginning uh, of taking out my licence and going in a partnership with Bart, I could see the direction that Australian racing was going and the prevalence of two-year-old racing in the eyes of the big breeders um, was was there for anyone to recognise. So back way back in 2013 and 14, I, you know, I was doing my I was doing my best to get the best out of horses like Hello Crown, who won a kindergarten, and horses like Good Standing, who won a Skyline, and I won my first Group One in a Champagne Stakes with a horse called Prized Icon, who ultimately won a Derby. So, you know, it's no it should it should be it should come as no surprise to anybody that I know how to handle a two-year-old, but this occasion, my second se- my second season at Godolphin is my first opportunity to have these babies all the way through. And I wouldn't guarantee that every season I'll be able to reproduce um, into the into the double figures of stakes winners, individual stakes winners of two-year-olds and the Quinella of the Slipper. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think, I don't think that that would be realistic. But I'm prepared to acknowledge that some years would be better than others. But it's important to note that this is the first time I've really had my hands on these horses and their direction the whole way through. And that and that had an impact. James, outstanding stuff. Um, but as always in this game, you can't rest on your morals for too long because there's always tomorrow and we're racing on a heavy 10 at Rose Hill today for the third week in a row. Can you just give the punters that are listening a little bit of an insight into the conditions up there in Sydney? Well, it, it was looking like getting into the soft six range for the early breeding this morning after being a soft seven the last two days with sunshine and warm weather and a bit of a breeze around. You might have even been a, at some stages a two-club breeze um, yesterday. Mm. But with that over, overnight rain, well, when I say overnight, you know, it was actually all right last night, but this, early this morning it really started to hit and it was absolutely bucketing down at Warwick Farm and we're only, we're only 20 minutes away from Rose Hill. Um, and, look, I, I think that... I think that with the amount of rainfall that they've had there, that takes us from being in that drying, gluey, soft six range to, to well and truly genuine heavy. Um, and and I, I recall back from last weekend when our first runner, Resin, ran second in the, in the opening race, the birthday card, James McDonald informed me after that race that the going was very heavy and the horses were making very hard work of it. So on account of that, you couldn't expect any 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 less than extremely trying conditions today. Okay, you've scratched Elise out of race four, the Emancipation Stakes. So we'll have a look at your runners now. We're talking about your two-year-olds, race one, Latin shooting for three in a row. This filly over the fourteen hundred. Yeah, I think she's uh, able to make her own luck. Um, she's she's got um, she's got that that tough uh, bite about her, and I like the fact that she's proven herself at seven furlongs and when her opposition might be sharper and have a little more class than her uh, and she's got the she, and, uh, but you know she's got she's got that ability to fight on I just you know I just have to acknowledge that she's got a lot more weight as a result of that being a group two winner now okay race one number three at four dollars sixty let's switch to race three on the program two thousand meters Tullock stakes here interesting little race only a small field for the three-year-olds Costa tots hard fit and in these heavy conditions, uh, we know he's a 2,200-metre Tassie Derby winner. The 2,000 metres for Cossatot at $5.50 in race three. Yeah, he's, um, he's, got the, he's got the grounding for this race, and that's, it's got, a, that's got to be important, I think. Um, of course, some horses coming over from New Zealand will be equally as fit. 
Uh, but I like the fact that he's two out of two on the soft. And, you know, he's, uh, interestingly, he's a half-brother to the slipper winner from last week. Yeah, amazing. Um, he, can run well, he can run well on that race, that horse. Yep, at mile and a quarter. It'll be a real test in those heavy conditions, that's for sure, for Cossatot. Race three, number folks. Number four at $5.50. Race six, we'll uh, switch our attention to now the Group 1 Vinery Stakes. This is an outstanding race. Pahutakawa was terrific. Switching back to Kembla Grange uh, might have been a little bit of a masterstroke, some great confidence-boosting uh, uh, result and win there. And she got the um, the benefit out of the, the heavy the heavy track run on a – on a, on a full um, mile test, and I think that I think that sweeping sweeping run, hitting the front at the top of the straight, and having to having to be so strong, should stand her in really good stead today for this this grueling mile and a quarter. Group one on the heavy ten, um, she she's proven to be adept on soft going and heavy going last time. So I think that I think if she uh, has the ability to run a strong two thousand, which her most recent run suggests she's crying out for this looks a suitable group one target for her and she was absolutely jogging in behind that wall of horses of el dorado dreaming and fun, fundamentalist and nikita jane in the surround states of group one second up you know I, I think that she had more to offer that day and and her effort in the kembla grange classic where she was allowed to she was just let loose um i think we saw it in full stride and it was impressive and she could have done no more to be Giving herself every chance of being competitive in this finery, this finery stud stakes. It's a, it's a, it's a good race though, and I think it's a better race than the, mm. than the uh, Colts, um, Brazil Guineas a week ago. Absolutely. Race six, number eight, Pahutakawa at $6. And, uh, well, I think we all learn a lesson that you can forgive a, uh, a star horse like Avilius one bad run because he bounced off it seven days ago, was outstanding running the, the Ranvet. He backs up here, James. Some punters will be wanting to know from you, the 2400 backing up on a heavy track again. He's sixty. How's his prep been going into this? Well, he's had the right weight for age preparation for it. Um, he's, a, he's had a very strong grounding, and he's had a, he's had a he's had a perfect week for a horse on the seven day backup. I can't say any more. I think he's mm-hmm. he's uh, he's done the talking himself this campaign, and the the promise with which he began this preparation has now been delivered upon, and this this race could be the icing on the cake. James, great to chat with you this morning. Um... A lot of fun to have you uh, with us here on the Odds Couple. We've been watching from afar and the season's been a beauty. We wish you good luck with the rest of it. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Good on you. James Cummings joining us there on the Odds Couple. What a sensational season he's had. And as as he said, you know, this is the first full season he's had with those horses. It's yeah, yeah, extraordinary we, effort. Just wait. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Yes, the two of us are here, O'Donnell, Marshall, and also Wani Taggart is with us as well, and he's going to be coming right into his own here in a moment, because we're going to go through the quaddy for Sydney. Simon, before we get to Sydney, give us a quick look at Bendigo, those quaddy legs, and what the punters are wanting. The best backed in the quaddy legs at Bendigo, but before we do that, we always say... Get our pens, pencils crayons and have your form guides be ready. Bendigo race six, the best backed runner is number 10. 
Mosh Music, five fifty into $3.80. Six to ten, this is Bendigo. Race seven, the Golden Mile. Furion's been very solid in the market, number three. Four forty into $3.90, now $4. A little bit of a tickle for Plenciel. We had a guest, uh, a text, I should say, ask our Plenciel. He's terrific second up, three wins from four. I'm with you, Plenciel. Three and seven, race seven. Race eight at Bendigo. It's the Bendigo Guineas, number 16. And Mystery Love's been the best backed runner. And race nine at Bendigo, Rounding up the quaddy there, number 13, Anta. Jeez, $8 into $4.80, steadied up at the $5 right now. That's a look at Bendigo, folks. Now, let's have a look at Group 1 racing up there at Rose Hill today. For the third week in a row at Rose Hill, we're racing on a heavy track. Here's what you need to know where the money is. Race 1, number 1 and 11, Bellevue Hill, 210 into $1.85. And number 11, Persan, is $81 into 23. 1 and 11, race 1. Race two at Rose Hill today, two and eight is where the money is. Mossendale, he absolutely loves it on the mud, in the mud, I should say, on a wet track. And we had a text come through uh, on Twitter saying, just put whatever you've got in your back pocket on Mossendale. 650 into 260. Goatland, 550 into 370. Two and eight, race two. Race three, numbers one and nine at Rose Hill. Madison County is 240 into 210. And Cariff, maiden into a group two from the Peter and Paul Snowden stable, 41 into 14. One and nine, race three. Race four, numbers eight and seven. Dyslexic, sponsored by me. Three dollars into two dollars sixty from one princess posh six fifty into five dollars eight and one in that order is where the money <coughs> is with sports bet race four race five on Drassen number four three dollars into two sixty and number six Esther Jabs always solid three into two ninety four and six into race five she loves the wet track here we go first leg of the quaddy race six David Taggart your quaddy tips coming up. Three and one, yep, very elegant, the best backed runner. 340 into $2.30, my best up there today. From number one, Nikita Jane, $6 into $5. Race six, David Taggart's Quaddy Tips. Been overwhelming on the text machine, no one Well, they're going to be disappointed, aren't they? Uh, before I start the Quaddy, any sports bet specials there, Simon? Yes, between races one and six today from Bendigo and also Roseil. If you place the fixed oh, odds oh, bet oh. and your horse runs second or third, you'll get up to fifty dollars back in bonus bets. That's, that's twelve a, races, Bendigo that's, and Roseil. That's 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 a great promo. That anyway, yeah, Nikita Jane, she's got to handle this track, uh, and I don't think she will. Uh, um, this is my best bet of the day, so it is the one out. Oh. Uh, very elegant, oh. number three. Oh. Even James McDonald thinks it's a good thing. He he's even got off Pudicawa to ride. Uh, to stick with very elegant. Uh, she won by three and a half lengths last start. Uh, come on in the far lap in the group two. She just wins this. She's going to get the gun run from Jay, Jay Mack. And, uh, yeah, she, as I said, she probably the, she may even push that three and a half length margin today to make it four. So first leg of the quaddy, one number, out, number, number three. three, very elegant. Correct. Yeah, well, we're going to know where we're going early doors. Yeah, second leg. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Don't. <laughs> oh. Just I, please, I hope you're still lying in bed, canoodling, or sitting in your recliner, watching and listening to us. Well, yeah, won't be watching. Can they see us live? No, live streaming? No, we haven't put the live stream on today. Race seven. It, 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 I it. Do, dare I say it? It's a one out. Number one, Avilius. Two fifteen into a dollar sixty. The best back runner. I haven't gone Avilius one out. He does have to back up. I know. I think the only the only danger to him. Uh, 
to, to Avilis. He's going to be number three, Red Cardinal. Uh, I like this horse for the Sydney Cup, and he does handle this wet track. So the numbers here are one and three. One and three in the second league. Gee, it's going to be a cheap quaddy by the way we're heading this stage. Yeah, it's not expensive. A one and a two-y. All right, let's, let's see. Let's go to can... a three, the third league. Pump some value in on this heavy track. Race eight will be like a ploughed paddock. The numbers are five and one at Rose Hill. Mask of time, $5 into $3.70. And number one. Mr. Seawolf, $17 into nine fifty five in one race eight, David. Yeah, he's my roughie for the day, number one, Mr. Seawolf. Uh, he's had uh, eight fresh runs and he's missed a hole once. And that, that includes three wins. So Should like goes, wet, Mr. Seawolf. You know, you know what, Scoob, you're going to be happy with this. I, I'm actually going to put a smile on your dial for once. Number three, Tom Melbourne goes in. Don't know why. I must be on drugs, but Tom Melbourne is going in. Right, uh, number five, Mask of Time. He was brilliant in the Ajax, uh, was brave in defeat, uh, and of course he raced against Dyslexic, so he goes in. So the numbers here are one, three, four, five, and seven. I think it's good when our quaddy man says, oh, I don't know why I'm putting it in, I'm just putting it in. <laughs> we have asked for the doctor yeah. on several occasions <laughs> to test this young man on yeah, the left that, of us. Yeah. That's just the way it is, I suppose. One, three, four, five, and seven in the third leg, the fourth and final leg. Okay, race nine, numbers 10 and 7. Star of the Seas, 240. Uh, he's slightly to 270, but the damage has been done there. And Mahalunga is $4 into $3.90, 10 and 7 in race nine. David, your tips in the corner. Yeah, those two uh, ran the Quinella the other day in the same grade. Star of the Seas is probably the one to beat here. Uh, just in case we get a bit of value because we've gone light in the first two legs, the numbers here are 1, 5, 7, 9, 10 and 11. Give us those again. One, five, seven. Yep. Nine, ten, eleven. All right. One, five, seven, nine, ten, eleven. Let's go through all the numbers. The first leg, one e. Number three. Number three. Correct. Second leg, one and three. Third leg, one, three, four, five, and seven. And the final leg of the quaddy in Sydney for David Taggart, one, five, seven, nine, ten, and eleven. And that's sixty dollars for a whole unit. So thirty dollars for fifty percent. Correct. Gee whiz. And if you've got if you're cashed up like you, fifteen dollars for a quarter. Wow. Okay. And well, that looks a good quality, a solid quality to me. And this segment's brought to you by Quote of the Day. Light travels faster than sound. This is why some people appear bright, David, until you hear them talk. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back, and don't forget, uh, for all um, your uh, AFL record, don't, make sure you grab it this weekend. It's still just $5, and uh, of course, that's thanks to Karcher, the official 2019 partner of the AFL record. I nearly read the uh, sports bet credit again. That's how well I was going. Okay, best around the, <laughs> best around the country. This is my third go at that. Well, they only want to hear from one person. No, today, come on. Yes, they hurry do. up. Hurry well, up. Come you, on, you get back, on with it. You, you, got, you guys know my best. I've taken on, the what very elegant one out in the quaddy, so it's my best for the day. What's yours, Simon O'Donnell? Because we know you always give 100%. What's yours? You always give 100% no matter what you do unless you're giving blood. Tom Melbourne. Bendigo. Race 9, number 9, Super Titus. Super Titus. Race 10, number 10 at Doombin. Total charmed. Welcome back to the big Totally time. charmed. Okay. Off the bench coming from Bendigo this morning. Uh, up there where the races are, we're going to hear from the boys. It's been a pleasure being with you this morning. Look forward to your company again next week.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.